evening. All right, evening, boys. How are we all doing? We're all available and all ready to go. Mike, are you on? Okay, let's get started. Um, Francis wants to to go first. I don't have any problem with that. Uh, so just as far as what happened on Saturday, quite something, I have to say. Uh, from the prediction, I only ended up getting three out of the out of the five. Um, Fergus Lee West bust my coupon, and then Fraz, you turned over Clydesdale with. What a, what a fantastic game that was. Air, I think everybody thought they were going to beat Kelburn. Uh, and then Uddy, well, Dumfries got a great result against Uddy. And uh, Sterling, well, I think we just call it the Manus show. 170 and five for him in just an astonishing effort. We'll, we'll cover that. But listen, let's, let's kick off with Prestwick against Clydesdale. Um, Praz, welcome to you. Uh, you must be just super chuffed with the fight back that you guys had on, on Saturday. I, I think you were 45 for four, chasing 200 odd. Yeah, delighted. Um, best, our phone performance was uh, best of the season. Um, absolutely quality with the ball. Um, but we, we did sort of, uh, it could have been a lot better. I think we should have restricted them to about 180. Um but even with the, the delayed flurry of runs with Zishan and Shakur batted quite well the last sort of three, four overs and just just found way to, ways to get boundaries, which got them up to 207. Um, it's a big field out there at Clydesdale. Yeah, yeah. But even with that, um, I probably felt there were um, 20, 30, 40 under par. Um, Paddy would know better than me sort of thing, but it just didn't feel like... Like they, they just get bogged down uh, a lot, Clyde's deal with the bat. Um, so I was delighted to be chasing 207. Um, our top four were uh, mm-hmm. some weak, weak shots, uh, really poor. Um, looked as if the game was well and truly gone. But um, Durant, uh, Donny, uh, Tom Fleet and Mitchell Rao, absolutely superb. Um, just, I- just kept us in the game, uh, really good. And a little bit of a wobble right at the end? Heart yes, and mouth yeah. stuff? Uh, it looked as if um, Mitchell and Tom Fleet more or less had it sewn up. I think we needed maybe 10 or 15 to win with four wickets in hand. Um, run rate was never an issue. We were no. more or less always, always up with the run rate or ahead. Um, but I, Tom just got out the end and then um, Sonny went a two balls later. Um, and yeah, and Fletcher also. So yeah, we wobbled at the end. But great. I mean, that really <coughs> sets the cat amongst the pigeons because I think Clydesdale, from most of the people I spoke to, they felt that probably Clydesdale had a little bit, certainly playing at home. I think that a lot of people felt that with home advantage, they may just be good enough to to take the plaudits. So fantastic. And your man of the match, who would you put the, the result down to? Have you got a couple of guys you want to call out? Um, so many four out the. I mean Donovan didn't have his greatest day with the ball but um, Sachin Sonny what an incredible spell um, a ball and all the battle all the Clydesdale batters said they just really struggled to come to terms with him Fletcher bowled well and Azim Akbar's uh, at the, his best spell of the season so far um, obviously Donovan's probably Donovan and Tom's innings got his back into it I would say um, Donovan was batting with like a free man sort of thing because we're almost out of the game whereas Tom Fleet batted with him and then right to the death when the real pressure was on so I would say man of the match Tom Fleet yeah 
Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at the card there, you're looking at six, seven, and eight, 47, 52, <coughs> and 42. You don't generally get that in uh, in Scottish cricket where you're, you're batting down and at 44, 45 for four, you're just thinking one more wicket, one more wicket, but if obviously one more wicket didn't come uh, and you're just building the partnerships. Absolutely. I mean, brilliant. Also, again, though, uh, if that's red ball, it just ain't happening, in my opinion. You're not chasing that down from, from four or five down for 40 or 50. Um, white ball scuffs up a wee bit heavier. And unless you've got a real quality, quality seamer or good spinners, um, you know, there's not much there for the bowlers. So I think this is a it's definitely a victory for the pink ball, this sort of game. Um, but let's just put that out to the rest of the guys. Any thoughts on that? 40, 45 for four. Red ball, game done and dusted, 45 for four, pink ball, we've got a chance. Jimmy? Yeah, we had it sterling uh, when they came to West. Um, I totally agree with Fraser, 45 for four. When I came in, red ball, I think we'd have been bowled out for 120 if that. And to go on to get 170, 180, I think it's just a different game with the pink ball. There's something about it. It seems to, comes off the bat better. It sounds uh, different. <laughs> There's a real crack off the bat when, when you hear it. Yeah, I think there's just something different about it. It's not the same as red ball cricket. The red ball, you could, you know, you miss time a, a pink ball or a white ball and it goes over the top. Red ball, you miss time it, it goes to mid off, mid on, you know, the inner circle. So I think there's a lot of, lot of that we've seen in the past couple of weeks. So I think that will play a big part throughout the season yeah. when guys start to learn, you know. Mikey, any thoughts about that pink ball? Uh, yeah, From a batting I would, perspective. I yeah, I think as a batsman, like when you talk about that, Scotty, Scotty Mack, when he got us out of trouble at Stalling um, in a game that I think with a red ball and a bit of pressure, it's it's just harder. He can he can almost hit a counter attack innings there, and it's it's a bit easier for him to play his game. Um, and I think. Yeah, I think just having a look at, at and you can see the the batsmen when they get themselves in, they they can really start to excel and they can really start to put a stamp on the game. Um, and I think that's just the biggest difference. It's it's hard for the bowlers to stay in the game when someone gets going. Yeah, Tigger. Yeah, I I agree with it, I guess as well. Obviously, the balls it probably doesn't do as much um, as you, if you get through the spell of it, but. Uh, equally a backup, I think the guys batting obviously did a phenomenal job equally as well. So it's not just the, the lack of movement, I think the guys applied themselves and did the job brilliantly. Brilliant. Okay, Franz, listen, fantastic effort. I think, uh, it, you know, for a table topping game, you're wanting something to be competitive. Um, and certainly, other than the fact that frog pox seemed to have gone down with about 20 runs needed, or certainly frog box I was looking at, 20 runs needed and the thing just collapsed. So I didn't, it wasn't until I looked at the Twitters that I actually found out that uh, you guys had won. Yeah, it's the, the first match I played in that it was uh, play abandoned for uh, crashed scoring app. So I'm... we had to, the app went down and we had to find um, uh, the paper books which Clydesdale managed to get their hands on a couple. We got books and then they had about five pens and none of the pens worked. So it was just absolute chaos. Dodos was flapping. Just, uh, game just game just ground to halt because the, the app crashed and everything. So 
I wondered. Uh, I was. I, I. I did wonder why you were so slow in the overs, and that was the reason why. I. I thought it can't be rain because nobody else is affected yeah. by the rain. Yeah. Well, I mean, the game went full hundred overs as well, and it uh-huh. started at one o'clock. Sorry, the game started at one o'clock. Went hundred overs. So we came off uh-huh. the field about ten to nine. Jeez, oh. Uh, wow. Healthy, healthy for a marriage that. <laughs> but you still found you still found the opportunity to play eighteen holes of golf today. I hear. Uh, eighteen yesterday <laughs> as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, listen. I'll, I'll go and let you go and, and see what you can resurrect of your marriage. <laughs> right. Okay. Thanks very much, guys. All right. Thanks Good stuff. Me. Good yeah, luck on great. Saturday. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Boys, what are we thinking? I don't think too many of us were thinking Presswick were, were going to do something. Take a word. What did you call last week? Did you call it? Uh, I don't think you asked me. I think I was in Seville at that point. I didn't get that option. Yeah, I think you were. I think you were. What were your thoughts, though? I mean, did you think that Clydesdale would do the, the business? I thought it was pretty 50 50. I think losing Richie um, is a big loss. He got 100 there, didn't he, through the week? And mm-hmm. Presswick just won games. And they've got, I think, the bat deep, and they've got pretty a lot, a lot of options of the ball as well. And the overseas looks pretty good. I think Tom Fleet will take a lot of confidence from that knock. I think he struggled last year from from the season before he had a super season. He was three seventy four hundred, uh, and and to get him back there with a fifty, almost getting a walk off, uh, he'll take bags of confidence from that. I've, I've no doubt, and a, a really good player. So. Pleasing to see that that he's back in the runs. Um, shall we talk Air Kelburn, Mike? Let's let's uh, get the monkey off the back. Um, people, I think, were all thinking that you wouldn't be in the position that you were. Uh, good to see that you've got, as I say, your win, first win against Kelburn. Um, any reasons why you've 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 not won more than one game thus far? Is there anything you can put your is it a bit of unluck? Have you been unlucky? Is it something? Yeah. What are your um, thoughts been? Yeah, I think we've we I think we obviously started the season really really strongly. We got we got some wins against Uddingston and Presswick really really convincingly. I think we got two seventy and two seventy and two forty over games against them. So yep. I think we had some real confidence going in, um, and I think the Dumfries game added to that. Uh, but I think uh, at the same time it was also a little bit of a um, it was a bit of a downfall for us because maybe like you said last week and, and on the podcast uh, a couple of the boys maybe quite happy to or felt like just look to the side and watch somebody else try and score the runs mm-hmm. and I just didn't mm-hmm. think that for the first three or four games we were we were being greedy enough with the bat um, like you said if that Dumfries game goes differently and we manage to get maybe a little bit of a of of a of a ball at them. Um I think even Tigger would say that three fifty would have been would have been a hell of a chase. Um and par. then the the high was part of it's probably twenty light to us. Um yeah I think and, and the our season might shape up slightly differently. And I'm not saying that 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 caused us to go out and lose the three games, but we we were just outplayed against Fergusley. Two two really good players got in against us when we had yeah. them under pressure. Um, and like that happens, we knew that that would be that would be a case moving into the Premier Division that that teams can play well and beat you. Um, so the Ferguson game is disappointing for me personally and Hamza. I think it was we could accept that we'd been outplayed. Um, but then I think the Oddingston game we felt like we let ourselves down quite a lot with the bat. Um, we we bowled quite well to restrict them to what we thought was slightly under par. 
Um, yeah. And then we just we just didn't cover ourselves in glory with some of the dismissals that we had. And then the same carried on. I don't know if there was extra pressure or whatever it was from for the West game, but mm-hmm. um, we just we just again didn't cover ourselves in glory with the bat. Um, a lot of boys just uh, just not feeling like they're ready to go that extra mile that you have to just to respect the conditions in Scotland um, yeah. before you can score runs. It's not it's not like watching like uh, like the IPL where they can just go out and smash it from ball one, unfortunately. I think that's the way Fergus Lee are playing at the moment, but we'll come to that. Um, yeah. Listen, let's talk about your game. Good stuff. you got your top three getting runs, so great platform to come from. And Jeff will get in 47 and and pleasing to see Flacky in the runs at, at 58. I, I think of all the, the the players that were potentially looking to move clubs, I think he was probably top of the list. So you've done really well, I think, to, to grab him. Clearly, it's just down the road. He's maybe less likely to want to go too far. Um, but again, bowling and batting, you're always going to get your 10 overs out of him and, and pretty much he's there or thereabouts with the bat. Yep. Um, yeah, I think we've been. He's he'll he'll put his hands up and say that he's been he's been as disappointed as anyone with maybe the start of his season. Um, and he, he like you know Flacky, he just wants to impress all the time, and he just wants to to contribute to a winning team. So, mm-hmm. in in terms of um, his contribution off the field and to training sessions and everything, it's been it's been fantastic. We couldn't have asked for any more from him. Um, and hopefully Saturday was was a good start to. To really letting him show what he can do for for Aaron for the club, because um, he's got the ability to do it. Great, and two five one coming off at half time. Two five one par for the course, a little bit under, a little bit over. How did you feel you went? Um, yeah, I think when you look at the start, it was almost opposite to Presswick. We got off to a really good start. Yeah, um, and but at drinks we were. It wasn't even with me still in and Flacky still in uh, with the power that we've got to come in later on. We we honestly looked at three twenty, three thirty as a as a score to target. Yeah, um, but I think we we've got to be again a little bit disappointed that none of us really kicked on and, and went big from a position um, with the ability in our top three as soon as. As soon as one of us gets in, we should really be looking to make a to make a big statement hundred, um, and that would have been on, and that would have maybe taken us to to three twenty, three thirty. But two fifty was was a good enough total, and um, I think we bowled well to defend that. Um, but with their pro and a couple of good players that they've got, they've got proven guys that can score runs. We knew they were always going to be in the game. Yeah, the fella Camran's just sort of sneaked into the top ten as in the batting aggregate, so he looks as if he's a bit of a player. He's gone at 63 of a strike rate. But, I mean, they all went at so 71 strike rate, 63, 51, and 66. So, I guess top four, at, at a stage, they must have looked as if they were up with the clock, but maybe losing too many wickets to be too much of a threat? Yeah, I mean, their, their opening partnership was strong. I think I uh, maybe got, got the wicket of, of the pro when they were on about 70, I think, so... They they were obviously going they were obviously going all right at that point um, and that was that was an important breakthrough for us and then once once we almost felt like we we had we taken out the real the real destruction the real destructive sort of force they had in the team mm-hmm. um, we thought they still had players that could could definitely get there and um, that's I've played enough games against Kilburn to know that they never lie down but um, we then felt like we had we had a little bit of a chance to just try and dry dry the runs up a little bit and. Try and get Flacky in and a couple of spinners to to slow their run rate down. And fortunately, the boys bowled well and they managed to do that. And what's the boy Tar like? They're pro, good player. 
Yeah, he looks he looks really good. I mean, I think uh, he said that it was he felt like it was the best wicket he batted on um, all season. So he just he looks really good, really composed. He's got a lot of time. Um, <laughs> one of the uh, you'll be happy to know, Mikey Miller uh, dropped him standing up to to Pushka, and he then he then went four 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 six and four consecutive balls. Mikey was ready to just walk off the pitch. I guess. Um, but fortunately, it didn't cost us too much. We we got, then got him out maybe an, an over or two later. But right, um, yeah, that was uh, that was we were staring down the barrel of you out there. No, that's never a good. That's the, that's the worst thing when you drop a catch. You just hope to God that it, it it's not going to be the guy's day. Um, yeah. So that that was good. Who have you got next week? Uh, we have Langside in a double header. We've got them in got the them cup. Saturday and then in the Scottish Cup on Sunday. So we we're away there on the Saturday in the league, okay. and then we get them at home in the Scottish. Okay, so Langside <clears throat> again. If you can beat Langside, then you're you've got clear clear water. I think between you. I mean, Kelburn have to start winning games. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Four and four on the trot is not a good look. Um, I don't know who they've got coming up next week, but I think they've got Fergusley. They said it is. You're right. There's a Paisley Paisley Derby. So, you know, if if they go five and zero, oh, I mean, it's not. You get into a stage where, yeah, you might only need to win four or five games, but if the confidence is so low, then actually winning any game is is hard enough. Um, okay. A. Tigger, let's move on on to you. Um, I have to say, I did call Dumfries, buddy. Um, and but when I saw the, the initial scorecard, I thought, right, two fifty. What did you chase down? Two fifty, I think. No, two three two. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought, well, that's probably doable. How did you feel going in at half time? That was par for the course. You know, were you happy with your bowling display? Yeah, I think overall, uh, we felt at the start during the game, 250 was at least par, it was, it was flat, the outfield was quick. So we bowled r- really well. We actually said after the game, I think what won us the game was the lack of extras. If you remember your podcast last year, how much you used to take the mic out of the extras? <laughs> it 16, 17 some games. There was only 14 or something at the weekend, which was really, really good. So... Yeah, they had drinks. I think they were 75 for two, so we were quite tight. They had a spell between 30 and 40 where Ross came in and kind of accelerated and got a good 50-odd. Yeah, he, um, he did. He does that, doesn't he? Yeah, but then when he got out, it kind of gave us... It changed it from really having a chance of keeping them at 230 or 270, so that, yeah, we were, we were quite happy at halftime, but equally we knew he still had to bat well. And fortunately, the guys up top, just 100, over 100... Uh, wicket stand to start with uh, Bevo and Malik and it just yeah it was still tight in terms of time in the game but we always had wickets in hand it felt always comfortable when your Jesse still coming in uh, with 60 to win so I were always quite confident and and Mo got a first baller first baller yeah Al was uh, bowled a white half volley and he tried to smash it and he's fortunately smashed it at first slip huh. uh, so I was quite happy because he was still gassed for a night out so that's why he bowled his 10 over straight because yeah. there was no coming back I <laughs> <laughs> um, bowled actually 30 Al uh, the 10 overs he bowled straight and for the 10 overs the ball was still swinging as well so yeah. uh, he only went for 17 uh, so he did a great job and the, and the chase you know in the end, five down, looked pretty comfortable. 
always ahead of the run rate? Yeah, I think we got to one point. Um, probably it was at five and a half, kind of was the highest it ever got to, which was there or thereabouts for most of the innings, mm-hmm. where they're kind of uh, one big issue over. Um, don't want to name him Ross, where we got 16 off of that, which made a big difference near the end. And it just takes the pressure off that. Again. Yeah, we were joking at the side. Obviously, if you're watching first class cricket, the Wasp was saying 90% chance to win. At our standard, it was probably a 50 uh, 50 watching it. So, but no, it was good. The cricket was great. Uh, the pitch was good. The weather was good. So, I couldn't complain at all. Uh-huh. And have you watched uh, Have you watched back the last ball? No, I've not seen it yet. I'm going oh, to watch it, it after it's, your it's absolutely classic. So the last ball, obviously, you not know it's going to be the last ball of the game. And I can't remember who bowled the last over. But I, remind me again, how much? How many did you need off the last over? Three. Three. Three off the last over. And so the boy bowls a half tracker and the boy pulls it, <laughs> clearly goes over mid-wicket, and all you can see is Breeb's going like this. Because <laughs> he knows the game's dead. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so I think none of that leaves Addingston in trouble, but I, I just think if, if Neil Alexander had been playing for them, do you think that would have made a difference? Well, they bowled us in for 30 last year. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yes, we'll be um, the answer but, to that. <laughs> uh, but I, I will back that. I've said he did have Sabri bowled well, but we were obviously a few players missing equally uh-huh. as well. But no, of course he makes a big difference. He bowls 10 overs for not many runs and gets a few wickets. Uh-huh. And he can so, clunk it as well. So I'm just... Yeah, and he's good in the field. But and I, I thought they bowled okay. They, they probably... I think they were trying to try and buy wickets. A lot of spinners bowled a lot of balls where they're just really flying in the air and it was allowing these guys to either hit a boundary or rotate the strike, which, yeah, it was pretty, probably tough because we didn't lose the early wickets, which we have been. And uh-huh. then you are probably hunting for wickets, aren't you? So. It's absolutely vital. Chasing anything over 200 to have a solid start and Bevel and Malik gave you that. Definitely. They got it to drinks, which was always a, a massive plus and then they continued on and um, Adam batted really, really well and as did Bevel, obviously, he won. It's a shame he didn't carry the bat home. That's always maybe just needs to work on his fitness. Yeah, I mean, setting that up, 120 for no wicket, 121 for one. Um, just a great, great run chase, really. Yeah, we actually said that. It's been a long time since we, we've probably done a proper run chase like that. We've always been nervy or sneaked low-scoring victory. So it was, yeah. it was encouraging to see. Good. Great stuff. Well, Adi, I think that's let them lost two on the on the bounce. They play West next week. Um, West now on a roll of three, uh, three in a row, and um, certainly not. Obviously, my heart said West, and my my head said Fergus Lee. Uh, and I had to say, I, I watched most of the Frog Box stuff, and I just I was astonished at the way Fergus Lee batted. I really was. I just I know that they go hard, um, but they just seem to continue to go hard. There just didn't seem to be anybody there who would say, you know what, guys, we're 30 overs in, we're six down. Listen, it's a pink ball. Let's just oodle the 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 ball about. And they just they just didn't do that. Um there was one 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 particular point. Staffy, he's taken eleven off the over. And then he has this wild hike off the sixth ball of the over and gets bowled six six down. I just I, I, 
could you understand why they just kept going hard and kept going hard? No, I couldn't put my finger on it. Uh, I mean, that's the first time in six years I think I've played at West now that we've that I've beat Fergusley. I mean, it's like the bogey team for West, and yeah, they came out and a jolly bold well opened up with a really good spell, and Gav came up the hill and was getting a bit of tap off for saying, uh huh. And then Boulder a beach and Pagey, as simple as they come at first slip, even he admitted it, he's like, it's the easiest catch I'll get all year and dropped it. And yeah. you thought, here we go. You know, I think we dropped Gafar last year, the opening game of the season, on about 10, and he went on to score 100. And I thought, it's going to happen again, isn't it? And obviously, Davo came on and brought Joe on from the top end. And I mean, Joe's he's just been a great addition to the side um, he's really taken with the pink ball obviously mm-hmm. being in Australia and he's never bowled with a ball that swings so he's just yep. up and down up and down and one of the probably second best spells I've ever seen at West uh, Joe's uh, really good obviously getting Riyadh and Timor out that was massive because they're the two that you think they'll take the game away from us yep. um, even Gafar came in at uh, six and you know, none of them look threatening. You know, Riyadh and Tamor batted for a little bit, and uh, Joe Joe got Riyadh out, and Dutz got uh, Tamor out, and terrible shot he played as well for for that. Um, and you just looked at them all, and you thought they're just coming out one after the other, and just aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. You know, no one thinking. You know, got bowled out after 30 overs, uh-huh. 20 overs there and, to, to go out and score some runs. And and the thing was that I, I think other than Riyadh um, and and maybe one of the guys who got it slip off, um, Dutz, they were all out to pretty, you know, poor shots and, and poor deliveries. Um, yeah, we actually dropped a couple of catches. So we dropped Riyadh on the boundary, uh, Joe Bouncer, Set it up perfectly because Riyadh was just after the pull shot. Yeah. Uh, dropped him. We dropped some more as well with the exact same ball. Uh, yeah. And we all we dropped Staffy and we dropped uh, uh, Hussein up at the top of the order. And yeah. to have four drops against Fergusley, who uh-huh. every time we seem to drop a player at Fergusley, they've gone and scored big runs to, to get out with. 128, I thought was a, a bit of a miracle. Mm-hmm. Mikey, we'll bring you in here, obviously a man of Fergus Lee. I, I mean, you, you look at that top order and you, you look at the strike rate and, and they're all over, you know, 60 up at 70. It, it, is that, when you were playing there, was that very much a, a sort of um, dressing room thing that you, you want to go hard and put the opposition under pressure? Um. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was um, sort of a game plan. I mean, there's there is a time and a place for it, but but I think you you want it's it's the type of cricket that they want to play. Um, uh-huh. It's the type of cricket that that the pink ball um, where you like to think the pink ball would let you play. Um, yes, it's quite easy to get a bit over greedy sometimes, but no, absolutely. I think that that's what makes them such a good team. Like we um, we had them to Moore coming out at zero for two. They they didn't. They didn't score it two and over for the next twenty overs. They they took the game to us and they, they put us under pressure. Um, yeah, that's what that's what good players will do. Um, mm-hmm. They've got a team full of good players, so 
Um, I, granted, some of the they will look at some of the dismissals and, and not be overly happy with them. But like that, another day that wins them the game. Um, yeah, they they yeah. really they really counter attack and they get away with it. And and that's what that like I said, that's what makes them such a good side. So I, I don't think it's something they they need to change in their game. I just think it's maybe just. Um, Slightly, slightly clearer plans and, and some maybe higher percentage shots that they need to play, but yeah, um, I can't, I can't really speak all the time about that. No, no, fair point, fair point. Um, but you, you just felt, I mean, you guys were six down, chasing the hundred and twenty nine, and I don't know what the the, the thoughts <clears throat> in the dressing room were, but you know, huge monkey to get off your backs. You've not beaten them in six years. That must have been going through the minds of the guys, and they're thinking, right, hundred twenty eight, we've got a really good chance here. But it's a different game if that's 170, 180. And, and it would only have taken a couple of the, the Fergus Lee guys to hang about to get up to 160, 170, 180 and, and make it far more difficult. Yeah, well, I nearly had to eat humble pie because uh, when Staffy was in and I think uh, one of the Tahir's covers coming out to bat, I said to Staffy, I said, you're turning into the New West, you know, collapsing every week. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I came out to bat, they all reminded me about what I said, and I thought, "Oh God, here we go!" And uh, thankfully, I didn't have to eat humble pie, but I was very close to when I got out, and then Ike Joe got out about six balls later. Uh-huh. You just get that fear of going, oh, "Not again!" You know, yeah. so please no. Um, but it was really nice to see Strax and obviously Spencely and yeah. Dave at the end. You know, taking us over the line. Cause uh-huh. Again, I. I I keep reminding them in the change room, you know, obviously that chase and uh, the the chase, another chase that we had, you know, I said to the guys, years gone by, West, you know, we'd collapsed and we'd been at 100 all out there, but, you know, might not even got to 100. And it's just good to see that guys are applying themselves and not relying on, you know, certain individuals to go out and score the runs, you know, yep. seeing people stepping up and going, you know, do you know what? You know, I'll I'll see this home for us. Good, fantastic. Listen, guys, thanks so much. I don't want to keep you much longer. We'll just have a quick run through of next week's results. Um, just pipe up, uh, Sterling Clydesdale. What are our thoughts here, Tigger? Sterling at Who's home. At? Sterling at home. I'm going to say Sterling. Wow. Anybody want to follow that? Sterling. Mm. Nah, man, man, I, I, I mean, think, I think Clydesdale. Yeah, I mean, Manus. Has anybody seen Manus the Harbat? Yeah, we we saw him in the Scottish Cup game. Um, he, yeah, he, he got he got a kind of scratchy five and tried to hit Scotty into the river and top edged one and, and got caught. But right. I mean, he's, 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 I watched some of the highlights of his knock and he, he hit the ball really straight, he hit the ball really hard. So mm. it's a good combination to have as a player. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I I just think they're possibly a little bit reliant on on Brandon. Um, I think just just ever so slightly. Clydesdale have just got just got a lot of depth. Um, even without Richie, they, they've still got proven that they can win games of cricket. So uh, uh, I think Clydesdale just. I I tell you what, if Sterling do turn Clydesdale over, it really that will open up the league something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, or obviously, obviously, it means Prestwick are, are then. Moving into favourites, let's talk Fergus Lee Kelburn at Fergus Lee. Anybody want to share their thoughts on that? Fergus Lee bounce back. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, I can't see them. <clears throat> yeah, I, I can't. Even though it's a, a Paisley Derby, 
I'm thinking Fergus Lee just too strong for them and and Kelburn to go five and oh, I'm afraid. A Langside Air. What are your thoughts, guys? Langside at home, so uh, air stiff. Yeah. Air? Yeah. Yeah. Two no. And then West at Uddy. So you know, West at uh at and Crescent actually against Uddy. Uh, that's a that's a game that yeah. um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say West. I'm gonna say West. I was I was really impressed with with West um in the game we played them. Um maybe I hadn't seen seen loads of West for the last kind of three or four years, but I was really impressed with the two Colgan boys. I thought they batted really nicely against us. Mm-hmm. Granted we played we batted poorly, but they they I thought they, they bowled really well to to, to get us a hundred all out and they chased it really comfortably. So I think if if with the Uddingston what three three losses now, I think maybe just yep. their heads might just be down a little bit. Um, West have got a bit of momentum. Yeah, and and I think if if West do win that one, then you know the the, the momentum keeps building, and and the opposite is true of Uddingston. Uh, and then Prestwick Dumfries Tigger, can you do uh, everybody else a favour? Certainly hope so. Okay, uh, what about the other two? <laughs> um, it's yeah, at Presswick. I think it's mm, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think I think Presswick have just got got that ability. It seems that like you, they showed against Clydesdale that guys at six, seven, and eight can can stand up. And mm-hmm. um, I think I think that will be another cracker. I think all of the games this week are, are shaping up to be to be really good. Um, yeah. I think it's the hardest week to call so far. Um, but like. I personally looked at Dumfries and didn't think they would chase that score at half time, um, and they've done it. So they've they've obviously proven that they can they can beat good teams, and beating Presswick is is very doable for them if they play well. Yeah, yeah. I think I would have fancied them more at their home patch. Um, it's just a difficult place to go to at Presswick to 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 eke out twenty five points. They they know how to play there, and in addition to that, I think the confidence that will exude because if you're looking at their five games to date, everybody in that top seven, top eight has scored runs for them. So there were bags of bags of confidence going into that game. So um, yeah, it'll be a a, a tough one, I think for, for Dumfries guys, listen, thanks very much for, for popping on. It really is appreciated every week that you take half an hour out of your time to come on. Um, as ever, boys, best of luck this week. What have you got, McCulloch and a bit of round cup to play before double headers on Saturday, yeah. Sunday? Yeah, we've got we've got Presswick in a double and then Langside in a double. Right. Okay. That'd good. be good. Good stuff. Tigger, you got Scottish Cup stuff on Sunday? Absolutely. Zero cricket bar Saturday. Um I've got pints and a meal on Wednesday night for the Scotland game. And then training Thursday. Cricket Saturday, but we're going out in Glasgow Saturday night. Good. Excellent. Love it. All right, guys, listen, have a good week, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Have a good week, guys.